0: It's time again for the one show that takes a look at business from a different perspective. The Coaching Perspective with Master Certified Business Coach Doug DeFeller. Hey, Doug. Hey, Paul. Glad to be here in studio today. And as always, our goal with today's show is to have discussions that provide you with new ideas and information that you can put to use immediately to identify and achieve your goals. So, Hopefully, we're going to give you some data, some information, some ideas, stimulate the brain with some things that you can start to apply right away. No theory here. It's all practical information. Well, our topic for today, the secret to long-term coaching assignments. Our guest, I'm sorry to disappoint you, it's me. So I've been coaching since 1995. I've been a master certified coach since 1999 but it wasn't until just a few months ago that I realized that what I do is not the same as most other business coaches. Actually, I didn't realize it. It was uh, pointed out to me by my coach of 20 years, Cynthia Lloyd Darst. What she said to me during one of our monthly coaching calls was that the fact that I kept my clients for so long was unique. Well, that surprised me and it got me to thinking about, why is that? And is this a good thing or, or a bad thing? So that's what I want to kind of explore today with you. It got me to thinking, made me realize, did a little research. You know, I got started into this for a very selfish reason. Keeping clients has always been a goal of mine because that way I thought I wouldn't have to do a lot of sales work. And like most of you, I'm not real comfortable doing sales work. However, what I found out is that while I don't do that many sales presentations, I do spend 20% of my time every month networking and building relationships, including this radio show. So my marketing effort is probably the same as most coaches but probably involves fewer actual sales conversations. Well what I mean by long-term coaching assignments is those that last five years or more. Now I've had clients for as long as 14 years, many for 10 years or more, However, I guess that the average is probably closer to five plus years. So the question that I was looking at was who really benefits the most from these long-term assignments? Is it just me? Is it the clients? Well, the conclusion, I think we both do. As a coach, I benefit by having to spend far less time doing sales presentations. But while I thought I would be spending less time doing marketing, I found that I spend the same amount of time doing marketing as probably anyone else because you never know when you're going to have a change in your client lineup and, and need to have replacements. You know, due to the length of the engagements, most of my clients are now also friends, not just business acquaintances. One of the really nice things about long-term engagements is that my schedule is probably more predictable than a lot of other coaches in that... of my time is pre-scheduled every month for recurring coaching meetings with these long-term clients. And by my choice, half of that 60%, half that time, is spent coaching them or their staff on the phone, and half of it in face-to-face meetings, usually in the client's office. uh, You take that 60%, you add the 20% I do in marketing, and that gives me another 20% that I'd like to say is uh, time reserved for the unanticipated but this is also time that I just don't know where it goes so. All of these long-term assignments are on a monthly recurring fee basis. That means that I don't have to keep worrying about how much to charge for extra time that's occasionally needed. The client doesn't have to think twice about asking me to do something extra and what it's going to cost them because they know that I'm just there, that we've got a commitment. It also means that because of that I'm also already involved with them in the company so that when crises come up, which they do in business, then I'm usually up to date on what's going on in the company and I'm really there and ready to help them out. You know, of course there's some challenges to having long-term assignments. The biggest is that when I lose a client it leaves a big hole in my schedule that needs to be filled. And not every client is a good fit for long-term assignments, so When I lose one and I have to find another, it can take some time to fill the gap. Besides the long-term clients, I usually have one or two clients a year that come and go for specific project-like assignments who aren't really a good fit for a long-term assignment. One of the challenges is when you have long-term clients, it's hard to raise your fees. However, I usually add services with an add-on fee to the monthly retainer rather than raise my base fee. Now, let me point out here, I'm not going to go into this, but you want to go back and listen to the podcast from May 18th with Jennifer Deep Stratton, who talks about this specific issue of how to raise your fees with long-term clients, whatever kind of client or whatever business you're in. Another challenge is that of keeping the coaching conversation fresh. You have to work to not get into a routine with your questions and your responses. And it's really up to me, the coach, to solicit new opportunities to coach the client on. You know, they're not sitting around thinking about, well, gee, what more can Doug do for me? I've got to kind of be sort of asking questions, digging, being aware of what's going on in the company, what's going on in their life. Uh, and then offering up opportunities to see if this would be areas that are of interest to them and whether the return would be sufficient. You know, one of the reasons that I love having coaches as guests on the radio show here is because it keeps me fresh. It's I learn how they coach. What are the issues that they're dealing with their clients on? It's a great learning experience for me. They think that it's a great learning experience for them to be on this show, but maybe it works both ways. The key is you have to keep on learning. You keep on learning new things. You keep on trying new things. And you have to stay fresh. You can't just keep reinforcing what you already know. You know, I had an interesting coaching conversation with my coach, Cynthia, just this last week about using the metaphor of a camera lens as a way of looking at client issues and staying fresh. And we talked about how we all have a tendency to keep using the the same standard lens that we always put on the camera to take all the photos, or the same lens to look at the client's issues through. But what if we use a macro lens? Put that on the camera, put that into our coaching, and dig deeper to look really close at what's going on beneath the surface. Or how about pulling out our telephoto lens to look at the long-term, distant future of the issue to see where the client can go. Or one I like is how about the portrait lens to explore the people up close who are really involved in the issue. Or if you want to get really crazy, you can pull out your virtual reality lens to look what's possible if there were no restrictions and if there were no limits. You know, the idea of using the camera lens metaphor is, is really part of how do you keep the conversation fresh with a long-term client. You know, you can't go 10 years and every week open the same the conversation with what's new, what's your issue today. You know, you have to look at keeping it fresh, keeping it interesting, keeping it fun. You also need to keep reinventing yourself, especially the you that the client knows and what I mean by this is that in most cases the client is gonna label you as a label your coaching label you as an expert or being really good at the area that you're currently coaching them in so for instance if I'm hired as a business coach they'll assume that my area of expertise is business coaching and that's all I know so unless I work with them to keep them aware of what I can do They may go to somebody else for life coaching and never think that, hey, I can do life coaching too, or go to somebody else for strategic coaching or presentation coaching, or whatever it is that they're involved in that we haven't done yet, that they automatically assume that that's not my area of expertise. Now, they may be right. There's a whole lot of areas that are not my area of expertise. But the key is that with long-term clients, we get a little lazy. We think they know us. We think we know them. And they've kind of unconsciously labeled us and decided what our coaching niche is. And they don't think of us for the other things. That's why with long-term clients, you got to really be aware what's going on with them outside the coaching conversation. It also means that I need to keep constantly broadening my service that I can offer both within the coaching field but also in related areas. So for most of my long-term assignments I also do some training both of individuals in the company and and of groups. I do the the long standard of uh, lunch and learns with their staff on topics that are timely for the company. I may conduct and facilitate their annual strategic planning meetings. I've even done some coaching of uh, the family members for some of my executive clients. And, of course, the DISC is one of my favorite assessment tools, and I use that with all my clients, and uh, most of them are now using it for new hires. They may be using it for situations that come up. If I'm running out of things uh, as to what they might need help on, having effective meetings is always a fertile area for you to offer additional services. I've done classes on how to give meetings. I've done private lessons on how to facilitate. I've helped organize the company as to what meetings are needed and what their purpose is, who should be attending, who should be facilitating. You know, are they really applying the things that we talked about in either their individual training or the group training? So it's a follow-up. In some cases, I've even been asked to facilitate certain meetings so that the total management team can participate without having to be involved in how to run the meeting. Also because of the long-term relationship I'm usually in a position to suggest other consultants that can help out in areas that are outside my expertise. So I've had the opportunity to refer attorneys, accountants, marketing experts, HR specialists, uh, you name it. One of the things that I want to stay fresh with for my clients is I want to know I want a list of resources that I can offer to them when they run into a situation that's outside my area. You know, those are many of the benefits uh, from the coach's perspective, but what about the clients? Well, you know, the client receives probably all the same benefits from this long-term relationship as what we've just discussed. In addition though they have the benefit of a coaching relationship that's able to work on really long-term goals those 5-year plans those 3-year plans not just you know we need to uh, fix the this particular team so they work better together it's you know I I get involved in the whole management team and the planning for 5 years from now or 10 years from now and how we're going to have a management transition succession planning of the owners those kinds of coaching challenges. This long-term relationship also can eliminate delays in addressing problem situations by eliminating the debate that the company has of whether they should bring in a coach, who's the coach they should hire, is there a good cost-benefit for bringing a coach in for this current situation. Since they've already got me there, since the relationship's already established, the odds are they're more likely to involve me in coaching issues that they might otherwise either delay getting a coach for or just never get around to doing it. In effect, it gives the client many of the same benefits they would have if they had uh, an in-house coaching staff while still retaining all the benefits of using an outside coach. Well, those are some of my thoughts on long-term engagements, you know. The question is, are are long-term coaching engagements right for you? Well, I know they're right for me because my goal is to work closely with business owners and their management team. To work with them on not just today's issues, but to help them to grow both as individuals and as a team. And I know that my best work, my most creative thinking and coaching takes place in a collaborative environment and that requires a close trusting relationship that usually can only be developed over a long time. I know from my own business experience that having a creative idea is only half the solution. The real rewards occur if you're able to execute your ideas. Most of us have great ideas but we need encouragement, reminders, and even a push now and then to stay on the path. And long-term coaching assignments give me just those opportunities. Well, that's a short broadcast for today, but I think it's an important one. If you haven't considered long-term assignments, think about it. It may be a different kind of client, but it may be just taking a different approach with the clients that you're already working with. Take a close look at them. Well, look, if you're uh, listening to our podcast, then thank you for visiting our website, thecoachingperspective.com. Be sure to check out our archives for other shows with some great guests from the past. And speaking of guests, we're always looking for guests. We're scheduling guests now for the summer months. So if you'd like to be on the show, send me an email, Doug at dougatthecoachingperspective.com, or just go to the website. There's a place to, say, put me on the email list, or I want to be a guest on the show. Well, I hope you enjoyed the show today. Our goal, as always, is to have discussions that provide you with new ideas and information that you can put to use immediately to identify and achieve your goals. I'll be back with you next week. Have a great evening. You've been listening to the one show that takes a look at business from a different perspective, the coaching perspective, with Master Certified Business Coach Doug Gefeller. Right here in Orange County's only community radio station, radio.net.